1: Elizabeth Holmes, Theranos. She believed in this idea so much, she was trying to believe it into reality, into existence. She was playing inventor, entrepreneur, CEO of Theranos, a completely fake, made-up company, ultimately, now defunct, because the product itself was not usable. It didn't do even close to what it said it could do. And the story, it's actually a great concept. I understand her enthusiasm. If you could just take one tiny drop of blood and do entire blood panels full that normally take vials and vials and vials of blood for people who are afraid of needles and really for anyone else, Just to be able to use one tiny drop of blood, get all that same accurate information, it's life-changing. But it was impossible. And people told her that along the way, but she didn't believe it or didn't accept it. She found one person and then another person, the right people, and she had investors just throwing money at her. And Theranos crumpled. Because the product never developed. So now lots of charges have been brought up along the way since 2017. What are those different charges,
0: Ethan? Well, at least in this current case, I mean, so I think, you know, the SEC had a separate case and there have been some others. But this current case is the Justice Department in the Northern District of California. And it's charges of wire fraud, multiple charges of wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Wire fraud is under Title 18 of the U.S. Code Section 1343, simply as this. You have an intention, a scheme, to defraud somebody, to obtain money or property, of course, by means of false pretenses, fraudulent pretenses, representations, promises, etc. But here's the key, as opposed to just regular fraud, this is wire fraud because you transmitted it by wire radio or television interstate so in this case wire is email a website whatever that's the wire transmission and that there are multiple counts here and interestingly enough it was against her and theranos's uh, chief operating officer ramesh sunny baldwani and they have separated their trials
1: She's a very interesting figure. And the Wall Street Journal, who were responsible for basically her downfall, uh, they recognize how interesting and compelling she is as a public figure. She's this person who... uh, very influential, persuasive, even changing her voice tone uh, to be deeper at times. Wearing Steve Jobs esque turtlenecks, a, a kind of a uniform, very distinctive, very deliberate. Uh, she is interesting, and now the Wall Street Journal has filed a motion because at a certain point. Elizabeth Holmes brought her own mental health into the picture, into her legal defense. And the Wall Street Journal wants to see all of these records claiming that the public has every right to see the details of Elizabeth Holmes' mental health.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting here. So Dow Jones and company is the parent of the Wall Street Journal. They filed something, an intervener. And in this case, it's called for limited purpose of seeking to unseal judicial records in the court's file, including the docket and a motion to unseal judicial records. Because before we get to the issue of the document specifically, what's interesting is the court has Sealed something like 351 of the 880 items on the docket. And the docket is the listing, and it's like the index of all motions, all anything that's been filed with the court, all rulings by the court. So if I can't even see what's on the docket because it's marked as sealed, I don't even know what the court is doing. And our courts. In every circuit, the Supreme Court, but particularly the Ninth Circuit where this is taking place, it's very clear over the years that the court says, no, no, you have to have a. And the burden is on the person who's asking to seal the record to prove to the court a compelling interest, why the public can't know. Usually that's things like trade secrets. So if I'm Coca-Cola, I'm not going to reveal my secret formula. But it also can be very specific medical records. But even then, courts have ruled repeatedly that you can't just block everything. You have to redact it if you're going to block something, not just say you can't see anything that's going on here. So that's what the Wall Street Journal is arguing here is we can't even see what you've ruled on, let alone some of these key documents that we want to get to.
1: Why do you think this case is different?
0: In what way do you mean that is this case different? So why did the judge seal everything? Yes. Okay. I I think that there is a lot here. Let me just start by saying, I generally don't agree with the court sealing anything. I absolutely believe that for our country to operate, the public has to have faith in our institutions we ask the public to have faith in our institutions one of the ways that we have faith in our institutions is the ability to see what our institutions are doing and so when a court seals over a third of the documents and the docket itself in a case that is as public as this uh, alleging fraud against investors among others we have a right to know what's going on here so i disagree with I most likely disagree with the court in the first place, so I'm actually on the side of the Wall Street Journal, generally speaking, here of saying, no, 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 unseal this. What's different here? Why did the judge maybe seal all this? Oh, well, good attorneys. You know, um, uh, Theranos was originally represented by a very well-regarded large law firm, Wilmer Hale, and they uh, they made every argument possible because Elizabeth uh, and the other defendant, uh, Balwani, Sonny, just don't want to keep things as secret as possible because they don't want to be exposed for what they allegedly did.
1: So in what case in a legal setting uh, would mental health records be private?
0: Well, interestingly enough, that could be in a conservatorship case where um, we're arguing about whether or not I should let's say Britney Spears going back to a previous episode that because that's a specific type of a case where it's about the mental health of the individual and the state stepping in you know to say oh this person needs special care we're trying not to embarrass we're trying to keep certain things that are that really are should be private private so when the court rules in a conservatorship case often that you you might find those medical records to be sealed um, I just don't see that here. I, I don't. I don't see it. And by the way, there's no trade secrets for Theranos. It's a defunct company.
1: And part of the reason that her medical, um, well, her, specifically her mental health records are uh, are even on the table or even up for discussion is that she brought it up. She is the one who used it as a defense.
0: Yeah, that's what's fascinating here. So one of the key elements of fraud is you have to have intent knowing. That means you knew what you were doing. And if she's bringing up a mental health defense in this case, it's most likely. And again, we don't even have the court records necessarily to know what she's arguing here. But it might be that. She's claiming that she has some kind of a a mental health situation that doesn't allow her to have that intent. That's fascinating.
1: Okay, so what about doctor-client privilege?
0: So normally you you're in the case of attorneys doctors in states of like california's doctors attorneys um, clergy and therapists there's this concept of privilege so i can go in and i can talk to my doctor i can talk to my therapist i can talk to my ath- attorney and know that if in this case, like the the, the prosecutors say, oh, I want to talk to your therapist or I want to talk to your attorney. No, that's inadmissible in court. The judge would say, I will not allow that to be brought up in court. It's privileged. Therefore, you can't ask about that. Um, but it's controlled by the client, which means if a, a court called me to testify, let's say you were my legal client, I would ha- I would say, nope, that's privileged. You can't ask me that. But you have the right to say, no, I do want my attorney to talk. No, I do want my doctor to talk. No, I do want my therapist to talk. And you can even do that in a limited fashion where you try and narrow what your therapist is going to say or your doctor is going to say to a specific topic. But in this case, um, if they're using it as a defense, there really isn't a privilege there. And again, that's part of what the Wall Street Journal, Dow Jones and Company are arguing here is we don't even really know what they argued. So start unsealing things so we can even understand what we're arguing here.
1: So regardless of who you are, if you're, you know, a a corrupt CEO or just anyone else for that matter, your mental health records are not entirely private if you enter into the legal realm with some charges either against you or if you're bringing up charges against someone else, even if you don't bring up your own mental health concerns.
0: Oh No. So so again, if, if a prosecutor brings it up and you're not using it as a defense, you'll be able to say, nope, this is uh, a privileged and it can't be part of the discussion unless there's something really, really specific that matters in the case. Um, it, but it's almost always only waived in the case of a defense like we're seeing here. Elizabeth Holmes is saying... I have a mental health defense. Well, as soon as you open that up, now we're going to examine it further. And in this case, the prosecutors have also asked the court and were granted, since she's having Dr. Mechanic be an expert witness on her behalf, we get to have our own psychiatrist and side Psy D, I believe, um, look at her as well and provide their expert witness take on it. But but if Elizabeth Holmes was seeing a therapist prior to all of this, Um, That would still be privileged unless she waives that privilege. So, again, in a privileged situation, it only gets waived by the choice of the client or in rare circumstances, very extremely rare. There could be an argument in a national security case where maybe, um, you know, the government could argue that. But that's about it. Disclaimer, Law Junkie Show, including its guests and hosts, are not giving out legal advice but discussing general legal issues. Law Junkie Show does not guarantee that the legal issues discussed are fully accurate and it's not specific to whatever legal issues you may be experiencing. None of this advice is to be acted upon in your situation. Please seek legal advice from a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction for your individual legal matter.